0: Hi, I'm Ryan Barnes. And
1: I'm Anakin Barnes. Welcome to Season 2 of the Barnes Boys Podcast.
0: We're both big movie fans. And we're both
1: actors. We watch movies through different lenses. You see, my dad grew up in the 80s in a very conservative environment in California.
0: While my son here goes to high school in a fine arts school in liberal British Columbia. Each week we watch a different movie. And discuss it from the different perspectives we bring to the table. Since I've been born, CGI and quick cuts were the norm. Well, all we had were practical effects and converted theater actors.
1: So sit back, relax, grab some popcorn
0: and enjoy the show. All right. Welcome back to another great week. Yeah. So this this is this is fun because last week we did not have our uh our new Barnes boys masks and mm. our notebooks, which are really cool. Yeah. So we, we, we got our, our first uh, shipment in of some of the products that, mm. that we have and they came out really, really nice. There yeah. was a, there was one or two that, that we didn't like from the sample. And so we pulled those off of our, uh, off of our website. So they're mm. not available for sale cause we don't want you to get any crappy stuff, but, right. but the stuff, the stuff that's on there now is pretty awesome. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, for for this week, I'm still fighting a little bit of this uh, this car accident I had a few weeks ago. Still right. have the concussion issue where where I can't drive and and stuff. And so I've been trapped at home while mm-hmm. Anakin has you've been you've been working and volunteering. You've you've been everywhere. Yeah, absolutely everywhere. So um, so these movies have been a great escape for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I I'm now to the point where I can sit through a whole movie without it getting me dizzy and I can't sit in front of the computer for more than 20 minutes but but at least I can watch tv which is great right so so we have this week airplane 1980 1980 mm-hmm. comedy yeah um the cast is Robert Hayes Julie Haggerty and Leslie Nielsen directed by Jim Abraham a- Abrams Abrams maybe uh David Zucker and Jerry Zucker Okay. The IMDB uh, summary Mm -hmm. is a man afraid to fly must ensure that a plane lands safety safely after the pilots become sick. That gives
1: like 1% of the entire movie.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, I I love these things. And and without knowing that not only is it a comedy, but the type of comedy it, Mm -hmm. it is, um, I, I can see a lot of people who who don't like that style of comedy yeah. being very upset or disappointed because you have to remember that back, back in the in the day, and I know IMDb is is newer and all, yeah, but uh, but back in the day, there weren't there was only like one or two movies that came out every week. Mm-hmm. You know, now we've got we've got ten to twenty every week, so yeah. you can't keep up. But everybody saw all the movies at at that time, right. and so. If that was your summary in the newspaper, because it costs per letter mm-hmm. in a newspaper, uh, you'd go in thinking, it, you know, it's one thing, and then just be very surprised. Right.
1: So. And, like, even thinking about it, um, there's a lot in this movie that that summary doesn't give. Right. But really, that is the plot. It is. It's a very simple plot, but they they. Ran with it.
0: I am. I am actually enjoying these IMDb summaries mm-hmm. quite a bit as yeah. we go through all of these. Right. <laughs> so, um, all right. So, let's. Uh, you ready to move on to your trivia? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. All right. So
1: this week, uh, technically, it was my choosing. So, yes. Uh, let's get in some into some fun trivia facts. So. Airplane, the movie, was almost a direct parody of the 1957 movie Zero Hour.
0: I am not familiar with that movie; never heard of it.
1: I n- neither have I. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the next one we have is Universal thought that Airplane was too similar to the air their airport airport air- airport franchise uh the universal released a four hour uh plane disaster movies in the in the 70s uh airport 1970 airport 1975 later on okay um and universal thought that it was like too similar i guess
0: did they not understand parodies or i i don't know yeah it's weird okay and then
1: the next one i i thought was really funny is that chevy chase was mistakenly announced as the star of airplane ah because yeah. some reporter um, got it wrong and sure. just announced it without really doing Ninete- too much research. Nineteen
0: eighty—that's when that's when Chevy was just starting to make a bad name for himself, and people were mm. starting to complain about working with him. Okay, and that's been consistent throughout his occur- career. I I love the the movies I've seen him in, like Vacation movies, yeah. and, and Spies Like Us, and things like that. But, um, but. He, he has such a bad reputation. Really? Um, for what? For just how he treats other people. Uh, um, I was reading about him and Bill Murray getting into a fistfight in SNL. and Wow. Yeah, so it's uh, he's one of those fun guys that is great to see on screen, horrible to work with.
1: Right. Um, the next, uh, next trivia fact that I have here is that the young actor playing Little Joey didn't know at all what pre- Peter Graves was saying like any reference that he made.
0: Oh, yeah. About so that's the boy in the cockpit with. The yeah, pilot. Okay.
1: About the Turkish prisons or the gladiator movies or any of the, um, uh, or any of Over's other comments
0: that, yeah, that's, that's hilarious. Captain, Captain, Captain over. That's his mm-hmm. name yeah. is, is talking the, the whole time. This little boy comes up to see the cockpit and, and, and then this captain is, is a total predator and, mm. and he's, he's, Talking to the boy about all of these these things that just absolutely horrible, right? And um, but as a parody, I thought it was hilarious, right?
1: Um, and then airplanes three director setup caused major legal problems. Yeah. Um, the Directors Guild of America ruled that uh, Abrahams and the two Zucker's couldn't all be credited during the movie, nor be credited under single uh, fictitious name of Abrams and Zucker and abram abrahams in, and zuckers that was <laughs> That's hard to say <laughs> it's hard to read um a dga rep was on set to make sure that um only jerry zucker spoke to the actors so there were a lot of ma- huh. major problems on set
0: interesting yeah uh, okay so let's let's analyze that why why do you think that might be I don't know I don't really know anything about the actors guild. Um, sure, but just the idea of you've worked you've worked with directors before mm-hmm. and think of think of having three directors, so three people with a generalized idea, that's the same, but they all are going to have different perspectives and different right. approaches and think of how awful that would be. Mm-hmm. A
1: lot of a lot of my shows that I've done recently have been one or two directors. Mm-hmm. Um, and there wasn't really much clash because they were able to be professional and have, like, one director really, like, work on the story idea mm-hmm. and then with the other director uh, working with the actors on character. Sure. So I, I've i worked with multiple directors before on one show, but I haven't really had or seen where there could be any problems. But um, I understand is that there could be problems because each director would have their own idea of how the movie or the show should go. Mm-hmm. And there would be some major clash, but I don't know where the legality would come in.
0: Uh, the legality would be for the, for the actors. I would think because of the harsh working conditions, because, mm. because you're trying, you're, your director is basically your boss and you're, right. you're trying to please all of your bosses, but they all want different things. Right. Like, I had that at a company, uh, the robotics company I worked for where I had two bosses, a father and, and son. And, mm and the the dad was in charge of the engineering team which which i was a part of and then the son was in part in charge of the sales team which i helped out with when i wasn't uh I busy see. so they both demanded all of all of my time and all of my attention to do things their way but they didn't talk to each other right and they both had different approaches and so if i did it one way then i was in trouble with one then if right. i did it that way then i was in trouble with the other and it, it was it was really stressful mm-hmm. and i could imagine that being really stressful as a actor or an uh, or being in the actor's union right and not having a clear understanding of who who's your boss who right. you need to report to yeah i um when we did three Musketeers, um i i was the the uh master for that so i did all the choreography for for the sword work and then mm-hmm. the fight scenes and all that and um and my friend sharon was directing the the show and we're we're both we're both accomplished directors we both have a lot of experience with that um but we made sure to like anything in the fight scene that was mine and that was right. that was my my arena i guess okay um but once that scene stopped or any dialogue in between, I step back and let her right. do the thing because okay. it was her show. And and that that way it, it could work. And like what you were talking about with uh, with your shows um, mm. is if if there are boundaries as to where they are, but, yeah. But often there isn't, and then when you have three people in line it, in there, then it would be really difficult mm-hmm. to keep those boundaries,
1: right? right. So yeah, that <laughs> that kind of wraps up our trivia part okay. of this this episode. So if you want, let's go into some of our impressions and memories.
0: Yeah, let's let's get a stinger in there. All righty. All right. So this is not either of our first time seeing this. No. We we've both seen this before. So um, so we're gonna look back and, and what we remember about mm-hmm. the first time or times that we've we've seen this, right? And the, so it's gonna be closer to memories, uh, right. more memories than I guess impressions. Yeah. So what what do you what do you got?
1: So, um, I think I saw this movie for the first time like years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, like I don't even think we were in Canada or Washington yet.
0: No, no, I think I showed this to you uh when we were in Clovis, yeah,
1: yeah, so as a very young child mm-hmm. some of the some of the jokes or most of the jokes just went right over my head, sure, um, but more of the visual jokes or the the simpler jokes I got, mm-hmm. um, so I thought, oh, this is kind of a funny movie about being on an airplane, I guess. But, right, right. Um, again, with... um, I forget what movie we we had watched where each time I'd seen the movie it was just better and there were more things I noticed.
0: Uh, you'd said that about Clue.
1: Yeah, so again with Clue, uh, or the same thing with Clue mm-hmm. is that each time I, w- I watch this, the more and more I understand the, the more layers I get about each joke and sure. I notice more things and all of that, so yeah so <laughs> there's not really much I can say about my memories okay. I, I don't think
0: all right well, for me um this this was this was one of my mom's favorite movies mm. uh, and I, I think my dad liked it too, but my parents would watch this when it came on cable or came on TV and, right and I remember as a as a kid knowing that it was a comedy and same thing as you some of the jokes I caught but but as i'm older now i'm i'm catching even every time i watch it i catch more because there are so many layers there's what's happening up front and then there's little things happening in the background yeah. and and these little pieces and and also being older with more life experiences i'm able to to relate the comments to i have a point right. of reference i guess mm-hmm. and so um, like like you were talking about with the trivia, that kid not having any point of reference, so he was missing all of right. those things that Captain Over was saying to him. Um, um, being older, you 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 know, you learn about Spartacus and yeah. and Gladiator which is the gladiator movie he was referring to. Mm-hmm. And and you, you find out about about the bathhouses and, mm. and all that, and then so it makes it it makes the jokes then make sense. Right. Um, and for you also, um, some of, some of the, like the ways of doing things are are mm-hmm. outdated. You've never, you've never seen that, uh, as like the pay, f- the courtesy phone banks and airports, you've never seen that. And, right. And, uh, wide, wide seats and serving dinner and uh, dinner being a, a normal thing that they serve on flights. Yeah. Um,
1: like I, I'd, I'd heard about that even, when my sister went on a trip one time and she was like oh yeah we got since it was like a late flight you're going to get dinner or something mm-hmm. both times we recently flew mm-hmm. it was during a major meal time and we didn't get anything we just got right. complimentary pretzels or
0: right and they were even out of cookies on the first flight yeah, I know. too <laughs> yeah so um but i i remember my parents laughing laughing a lot at, at this movie. Um, and I remember, remember especially my mom, uh, just laughing at things. And then I, I didn't understand what was, mm. what she was laughing at. So I would laugh because she was laughing and, and that's it. But, um, <laughs> but as, and as I've s- seen it again, getting older, um, for me, a, a big, a big piece of that is Leslie Nielsen um, okay. being, he played the doctor. Yeah. Um, because i had grown accustomed to seeing him in these these deadpan comedy roles like yeah. uh, like naked gun police squad and all yeah. that. and um and because of that then i had a point of reference as to or or i had this preconceived idea of the type of character that he's playing the type yeah. of movie that he's in which then opened up my mind to the rest of this movie and then i, I started looking at the, for things in the background and right, and yeah. seeing all of the these extra extra bits of comedy that I didn't might not have caught when I was younger. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's, those are it for my impressions, memories. And you, are you?
1: Yeah. I mean, um, I forget whether or not we do, uh, the rating now or, or later. Well,
0: uh, actually let's do it now. It doesn't really matter. So what would you rate this at?
1: It being a movie that I, I've always found funny, I really appreciate and um finding more and more layers to it. Um no matter how many times you watch the movie, there's always something new to laugh at. Sure. Um and it being the kind of movies that like one of the few types of movies that I like from the eighties, the very deadpan or spoof movies. Mm-hmm. Um I would give it maybe
0: 7.8. <laughs> 7. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. 7.8. Well, that's, that's still a high score for you. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with one being so, so dated. Yeah. Uh, 1980. That's, that's 30, 40 years. 40, oh my God. <laughs> 41 years ago. Yeah. 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 That's, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I'm very curious to see what you're going to rate blazing saddles when we get to that later on this season. Okay. Um but all right. Well excellent. righty. So um without further ado, we're gonna move on to our viewpoints, our sure. meat and potatoes or burgers and fries. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know we have a couple different jingles, but that one is my favorite, Yeah, and I'm glad that, that you use that one. Anakin uh, usually runs the board and produces this during our podcast, mm-hmm. and so he gets to choose whatever music or sounds or whatever, yeah. and and yeah, that is one of my favorites there.
1: I would like to be consistent with <laughs> which jingles I choose, but I think it's more fun to keep you on your toes. Oh yeah,
0: definitely, definitely. I, I, I realize that that this is the anticipation that our audience looks for is right. what jingle would they play? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Maybe next week we'll throw in a new one.
0: Right. Right. Well, let's not get greedy there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, so our viewpoints looking at airplane 1980. So do to do where are you at with that?
1: I'm at the very start with the, uh, with the jaws reference. Okay. I've got that. <laughs> I've got that too. You go ahead. It's um, it's a, there's a jaws reference and it's, it's hilarious. I even it's funny to see um, references to movies that we've watched on this podcast, right? And the, I think for the past two episodes, there's there have been a Jaws reference. Uh,
0: what was the, what was the last movie we did? Clerks, and yes, there was, and I don't remember what it was. Neither so, do I. But, but yeah. there was a Jaws yes, reference in was. Clerks. There was. Um, yeah,
1: I. One thing that I remember, I thought I remembered about this movie is the. Um, like the control tower, like moving a bunch of planes around, and then all of a sudden they're just in a like a plane traffic jam. They all stop. Is that is that this movie? I don't, because I have a very vivid memory of like an eighties movie, a funny or comedic movie, where just a bunch of planes get in a traffic jam and they stop, or there's like a there's like a plane crash, like they. Uh, like crash into each other like a traffic mm-hmm. jam, and then the the co- uh,
0: the pilots start getting mad at each other or whatever. I I have a very vivid memory of that. I don't remember that from this movie. No, and we just watched this movie the other day. Right? Yeah, I don't remember that from this movie. Um, it sounds familiar, right? And, um, but I don't think it was this. One. Maybe it was Airplane Two. I don't have. I seen Airplane Two. Yeah, where they they go to space. Uh, I think we watched it. Right. I think we watched it. Uh, in our last house, I don't remember watching. Maybe it. not. Maybe you were at work. Maybe.
1: Okay. Um. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> um. Yeah. And then. And then the the next thing I have is uh, spoof movies are like one of the best movies types of movies, uh, especially bef- um, uh, from like before the year Y two K is what I wrote down.
0: Okay. So, uh, I. I. Uh... On that, <laughs> I can't even form my words. Right. On that note, and I want to go back mm-hmm. after that, but on that note, spoof movies. Um, my f- absolute f- favorite spoof movie was uh, was not another teen movie, mm. and you could watch that now, and you can kind of enjoy the the humor in that. But it, but during the during the late nineties, mm-hmm. there were. A ton, a ton of teen high school movies, right? Uh, that that came out. And, uh, you've seen American Pie and you've seen Breakfast Club, and that was an eighties, eighty one. But but there were so many more, like she she's all that, and Ten Things I Hate About You, and and mm. all these all these movies, and and the movie Not Another uh, Varsity Blues is another one. Yeah. Uh, not another teen movie um, makes fun of all of those movies that you would have no point of reference. On. Okay, uh, but it's absolutely absolutely yeah. hilarious. It's my favorite. They the scary movie. I series. I started
1: getting into those. I I saw the first one a couple couple months ago, and then I started to watch the second one, but I fell asleep. But I think they're absolutely hilarious.
0: They're great, and I love those because I love I love Scream. Mm. I, I love the Scream series, but um, which Scream three also has a cameo of Jay and silent Bob with from uh, from clerks in there just so you know Does it yeah and Carrie Fisher um,
1: I, I know Carrie Fisher yeah
0: well you wouldn't have known when you saw it you wouldn't have known who Jane and silent Bob were right so um, but um, but yeah, the scary the scary movies were good. And and it's great that you enjoy those because you haven't seen half of the movies that those reference. You haven't no. s- you've never seen The Exorcist, you've never seen Friday the 13th, Halloween, no. any of those. And and it covers that wide barrage of those. Right. Um but going going back to the beginning, when I remember seeing this and when the tail fin in the clouds mm-hmm. showed up with the Jaws music. It immediately tells us what kind of movie it's going to be. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, it's that kind of comedy. Yeah, you know where they're just making stupid, stupid jokes about things. Right, and and it was, yeah, it's it's just a good way to to start off. Right. Um, my when after after that, then they move on inside the airport, and you get to see. What what the airports like, and you have Mm. you have this this group. What are they called? The the Church of Religious Consciousness. Yeah, it's a running gag. They're they're giving flowers Mm -hmm. um, to people throughout the airport, and so before nine eleven, that was a thing with airports. Is a lot of religious groups would uh, would come to the airports and and hand out their tracks or whatever witness to people, do flowers uh, some uh they, they would do things like that, give you flowers and then ask you to pay for it or little bracelets that they make and so yeah. but after nine eleven they discourage religious groups from airports because that's, of right you can never tell where your extremism is. Right. And so so that's not anything you've ever experienced. No. But when I was younger and I'm not gonna tell you where I was flying because that is a security question on on uh some, some account stuff is where was your first flight? So I'm not going to tell you where, but in my first flight, when I was a kid, I remember mm-hmm. that. I remember seeing just in the small airport that was, that was our hometown airport, um, seeing groups in there like Harry Krishna's and, and Buddhists and stuff, yep. um, just doing their, doing their thing.
1: Right.
0: So, um, but uh, but while while they were doing that and while they were giving those giving those away and, mm. and doing that, you just have all of these running these background sight gags. Yeah, um, that that's something that I that I always loved. It was it's like it's like Holy Grail or Naked Gun, Right. and you just see these things going on in the back, and it's it's a perfect comedy for somebody for for somebody with LLI because right. you're just absorbing everything that you see on screen yep. and you're laughing at, at multiple things in, in different levels yep. and it's a huge mixture of complex and slapstick humor. Right. Um, it's yeah. I,
1: I wrote down, there's so much in this movie and um, I, there's so much to like pay to try and not, I don't even know what I'm saying. Um, There's so much in this movie that you're trying to pay attention to. Right. Um, from what's not going on directly in, in front of the camera, right. and so, for you, you said for someone with L- LLI, it's a great because you're able to absorb all of that. For someone who might possibly have ADD, mm-hmm. it's a lot because you're trying to focus on right. everything and you get distracted by all of these things. It's for you, it's enjoyable. For me, it could be overwhelming.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, and so, so our process when we when we um, watch the movies for this podcast. Whether we've seen them or not is is we'll sit down with our with our notebooks or mm-hmm. phone or whatever and write write notes on it and this is one of those this was one of those movies where where I'm I'm watching you and every time you're writing stuff down you're missing other things yeah and and, and that's the that's the tricky part if if you want to enjoy the full full movie yeah uh, because there's there's just so much and I appreciate that when a, when a director does that and or three directors do right. that and take that extra care. Yeah. Um,
1: the next thing I, I, the next two points go along with that. It's like, there's a lot of sight gags and one of them being, um, I forget who was, I think it was, um, uh, Captain over was looking at magazines and there was fiction and nonfiction magazines, which, <laughs> which I thought was really funny because, um, Usually, magazines are just full of like um, real life things. You right. have catalogs, magazines, all of that, like tell you what the latest celebrity did or whatever. Right. And then it just makes fun of like
0: how it's not all real. Right. Yeah. That's I, I that didn't stand out to me. That's funny though. Yeah. That's very funny. Um. So soon we meet. Uh, we meet Captain Rogers. And, yeah. Um, Rogers. Do you know who Kareem Abdul Jabbar is? No. Okay. Uh, he he was a big basketball player uh, during that time. I, mm-hmm. I gosh, I can't remember who he played for. I didn't really watch sports at the time. Uh, um, but um, but it was it's like Space Jam with Michael Jordan. Right. I mean he he was he was that big. Okay. And and so the, he brought his star power to that. Or Naked Gun had. Um, had OJ Simpson who was right. a, who was a football player mm-hmm. made an uh, NFL player. Um, okay. So it's it, it was fun seeing him in there and then and then it, it was funny they kept reference uh referencing his him as a basketball player as right. well and, ca- and kind of broke out of that almost yeah. Deadpoolish. Yeah.
1: Um I've I've been a bit more before yeah, I think we meet Captain Rogers. Um one thing that I've noticed from a lot of eighties movies the pro the main protagonist is always from Chicago for some reason <laughs> <laughs> I haven't noticed that yeah that's funny um and then and then the smoking ticket gag that was smoking or non smoking uh smoking please right and then just the, how did they do that? how did they make the the ticket smoke
0: um my guess would be that um that they got it. Wet or moist for those of you that don't like that word, and <laughs> then just stuck it in a freezer with dry ice, or okay. just stuck it in a freezer. Then when it came out, it would be, yeah. right. Okay, there are a few different ways you can do it.
1: Um, there uh, something I also noticed from this movie that there there's lots of literal and wordplay humor. Yes. Like people take every every word literal, and I've um, I really appreciate that humor because sometimes I have trouble um taking uh not taking people seriously when they um say that or I break apart whatever they say very literally sure just to like poke fun at them. Sure. And so I really appreciate that humor. oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Um there there was this this running gag throughout the movie where where they would say what's that or, or what's mm. um or Oh yeah. And uh, and then they would explain. They it, would explain but, and, but that doesn't matter right now, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Um, so speaking of language, mm-hmm. uh, something that I didn't understand as a kid, um, but as I got older and, and saw it, were, were the two black men that were speaking jive with right. subtitles, um, yeah. you know, couldn't understand what what they were what they were saying, and it, it's it was absolutely hilarious that they, that they did that, Mm -hmm. I think. But there, there are a lot of English speaking dialects in the U S that are like that. Yeah. Um, so when I went, um, the first time I met my, uh, my grandmother's cousin's husband in Arkansas. Okay. Um, his name was Jimmy. We called him Cousin Jimmy, uh, but he he spoke with this this Arkansas dialect that I I mean it's English. I couldn't understand <laughs> right. what it was because they they were like it was all vowels that that run together with an accent and then also with with different slang and right. and terminology for things and I, I had no idea what he was saying every yeah. time he talked to me. It's- I,
1: it, it reminds me of um, English-speaking heavily, heavily uh, accented Irish people mm-hmm. because they right. they have a whole d- another dialect of theirself, but right. they're speaking English right along with uh, a bit of Gaelic. But um, did you ever
0: did you ever see Snatch? Did I ever show that? I don't to think you? so. With uh, so Brad Pitt it, uh, plays oh
1: uh, with the the it's kind of like a boxing movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Jason. it was a th- it was a thief movie, a crime movie. Yeah, but there was some boxing in there. Yeah. So, but, but he was he was at he was an Irish gypsy, and and he had this this dialect that you couldn't understand anything that he was saying. But uh, but there are these even in the U.S. Again, we like the Arkansas, uh, Virginia has has its own mm-hmm. dialect. Uh, Georgia, a lot of people in the country area of Georgia, um, again have have these different dialects. Or or Florida, and and when I was traveling as I was, I used to fly twice a week for work into Mm -hmm. different places. Um, And, and a lot of times I would go places and I would have no idea what, what my waitress or the person at the hotel was, was saying to me. And it just, it's really interesting that even though, even though, like I said, it's all English. It's just, they're completely different, right? completely different. Um, we uh, we have these flashback scenes throughout where where mm-hmm. he's he's flashing back to to Vietnam or the war and and all that and then he's uh, he flashed back to this disco scene yeah uh, so it was it was taken it was a parody of either staying alive or. Saturday Night Fever. I forgot one is the sequel of okay. the other, which was a, a really popular John Travolta disco movie. Okay, and it's it's was John Travolta's breakout okay. breakout movie movies. Um,
1: I that was Grease, but
0: no, that Grease was after that. Right. Um, there were there were a lot of movies that had a lot of movies in the eighties had scenes of discos seventies discos. Yeah which was a hundred percent of the reason why I never wanted to go to a school dance <laughs> is because I thought it would be like that. And mm-hmm. I had no interest in that. I, I didn't have the, the, the cocky personality to right. be. To be somebody out in the middle of a dance floor, po- pointing my finger up in the air with the yeah. disco ball, and I thought I could never do that, and so I never wanted to go to a school dance. Right, and I never went to school dance, and so I have no idea if you're actually <laughs> like that or not. <laughs> I'll tell you later this year. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um,
1: but looking at that scene, mm-hmm. um, I I'm not sure if it was on, on purpose, but the stunts in that dance scene were, um, and at the bar were. To Me, very obviously done either purposely on poorly or just, um, or just it was done poorly. But I could, you could see the wires, you could tell when it was like stunt doubles sure. or whatever. I don't know if it was on purpose and it, it, yeah, it could fit. be that they just weren't hiding it, yeah, like, it, like
0: it, Robin Hood Men in Tights, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So. another good spoof movie,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um something that really stood stood out to me is is that there are so much room in these seats yeah and that's what planes used to be like it, they used to they used to be spacious like that and then and then the airlines decided that they can get more money by cramping more people and so now it's it's a it's a game of how many sardines can we fit, fit into the pan yeah. into the uh can mm-hmm. because we get five hundred dollars per sardine <laughs> 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 but it's like I I saw that, and we recently were
1: were on were on an airplane, and it was so like tight.
0: Yeah, it was just it was the three of us, and we were all sitting next to each other. But but it's it's like the the headrest of the person in front of us was in our teeth, and right? It, um, there wasn't even enough room to work on your laptop because of how close that that the computer had to yeah had to be. So it was um that's just how life has moved.
1: Yeah. Um, the next thing I have, um, is when they were passing out the coffee and the, the little kid in his, in his suit comes up and, uh, starts talking to the little girl like they're, like they were adults. And it was funny. Yes. And then he said, uh, would you like any cream or sugar in your coffee? And the little girl says, I take it black. Like my men, that, that line was a very, very like popular meme, I guess, when I was a kid, like okay. in fourth, fifth and sixth grade. I had no idea. I had no reference of what it was from. Okay, but we, every one of my friends, thought it was the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> and then when you showed it to me again, um, when or showed it to me for the first time, I saw it and I I saw where it came from. I'm like that's the thing. It's the thing. It's the <laughs> right. line.
0: I don't know if it came from this movie. I've heard it. Multiple times in my life on yeah. TV shows, movies, whatever people just saying it as a joke, and I don't know if that's the where it originated from or right. not. But uh, but that's 1980. That would have been one of the first times that that oh, definitely the first time I would have heard it. Yeah, I was four. Right, but, uh, <laughs> if I were to have seen it in the theater, I would have been four. Um, but uh, and I also wouldn't have understood it at that point. Yeah. too, because I lived in a in a very very white area mm-hmm. uh, they the only the only black person at our at my elementary school she she was a grade older than me so i didn't know her mm. um and then in second grade there do you know who mr t is no okay popular uh, wrestler turned actor uh mr t he had a mohawk black uh black actor with a mohawk and, okay. and all that anyway um in Second grade, the kid that's that sat next to me, Jacob, he came as Mister T for Halloween, <laughs> and I mean he it was it was done really well with mm-hmm. a, his his mom put a bald cap on him with, oh, with wow. a Mister T mohawk, and he completely completely blackface, which which they frown on now right um but he was he was playing the person with the gold chains and everything and i thought it was a different kid in the class i <laughs> had no idea it was my yeah. friend jacob that that had been sitting next to me for the past month it's so, <laughs> uh, interesting yeah um but um but yeah again the 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 lack of um black people at my school hmm. um i i didn't quite understand that 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 reference black, like I like my men is, is, does that mean that they're mean? Cause I, cause there was some other show with a Mr. Black and he was, mm, he was a mean, right. mean man or something like that. And it's just, it's stupid, but, but that's, that's one of the things that, that I remember. And I remember thinking about, Yeah, but, um, but then we have it, it was that wasn't the same kid in the cockpit right it was, no that it was, was a different, different kid, kid. <laughs> and so that that kid that kid then went to the cockpit do you do you remember so one time we we were living in Georgia and we flew to Disneyland mm-hmm. for a vacation and you got to go in the cockpit and we have this adorable picture of you sitting in the cockpit and the captain lets you let you wear his hat and you got to sit in front of all the controls and everything do you remember that at all mm hmm I'll see if I can find that picture and put it in the show notes.
1: I, I've, seen, I've seen the picture. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's funny that all, all these things that I I did as a kid, like going to see Thomas mm-hmm. or going in the cockpit or, cockpit or whatever, was you keep asking me, do you remember all these things? I'm like,
0: no, not really. So that makes me think that the thousands of dollars spent <laughs> right. on you having these experiences... Absolutely worthless. I should have just bought you cardboard box for <laughs> <laughs> the first five years of your life. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, they uh, so one of the we were talking about the flashbacks earlier. Mm-hmm. One of the flashbacks that um, that we have for our protagonist, and I can't remember his name. Is it, is it Murdoch? Mur- mm-hmm. I don't remember. Yeah. Anyway, he's uh, he's at a psychi- psychiatric hospital, mm-hmm. and so. Just think, thinking about that, mental health, the reason mental health has such a negative stigma mm-hmm. is because of how movies portrayed uh, right. psychiatry, psychiatrists, any sort of mental health issues. Mm-hmm. And it was all through, I mean, I, I, I've, I haven't i have seen a lot of 70s movies. I've seen a few, yeah. but not a lot. But that was definitely all through the 80s and through half if not all of the 90s right and and so it really it really puts a stigma out there if you if you're going to counseling therapy um seeing a psychiatrist or or you have mental health issues which Mm. now in our enlightened state we know that you know that these are these are real things but Mm -hmm. back then it's like oh you're you're crazy and it's something that people were ashamed of Mm -hmm. and or or it just meant that uh if you needed mental mental health help that you were, that you were just weak or uh, so. So although it's, it's, I like, I like laughing at stereotypes and we've talked about this before, Mm -hmm. whether it's a stereotype of somebody else or a stereotype of something that I'm a part of. Right. I think they're funny. Um, Right. And, and so I, I still laugh at that, that stereotype of the, the hospital and everything that's going on Mm -hmm. in it. Um, but uh, but it's interesting thinking about why why that stigma is there and what's yeah. caused so many people to to not look for help. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. So, sorry, I just said right, I Canadian you. <laughs> I apologize for that. No,
1: I, but I I've always under I I never really understood why you were so like against Canadian saying right because um because a lot of times when you agree with someone, you either say, Okay, yeah, or right. Um, like like you're following along. Sure. So they're kind of just prompting that. Well, Do no, you I, understand? Yeah,
0: no, it's it's being forced on you. So it's in a force it's a force agreement in order for the conversation to continue, or in some cases in order for you to finally get to the end of their story. You have to you have to agree with them and, yeah. and if they're telling you something then it's new information. You have not had time to think about it, process it, or 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 associate any point of reference. And so, and so, I'm saying right. So that's forcing that agreement on, which then which then gives gives the person speaking the the affirmation that what I'm saying is okay. What I'm saying is right. And and um, but it might not be.
1: Well, yes. And then at, and then at that point you would you would. Process it a bit and then go back and say, hey, I actually disagree with you on this. But also, again, like we we had talked earlier about how for you with your LLI, you're absorbing everything yeah. and you're enjoying it. For me, um, and like for me, it, it, there's so much to focus on for and that's because my brain is going very, very fast. And sure. so I'm trying to absorb very Trying, I don't even know what I'm saying because my mind is going so fast. Um, But for me, with those kinds of conversations, I'm able to process what they just said almost immediately, Mm -hmm. Um, like absorb and process it all. So for me, it doesn't really affect me because I'm able to agree and understand it within the moment.
0: Okay, so let's take it, let's look at it differently then. Um, you say you're you're able to agree. What if you don't agree? So somebody's telling you a story and mm-hmm. trying trying to get through it, and then they say, "So this and this and this, right?" And, and then, then if I you were, would... at that point, if you were to say no or not right or not agree, it breaks the that person's flow. They're not able to continue the story if they're actually having a conversation with you, not just giving a speech to you. If yeah, so they're it breaks up it breaks the flow, and then it. Um, it might go into a tangent or, or create a new conversation, create, yes, a uh, new conversation, or it might create conflict where there was no conflict, um, because there doesn't need to be, because that person is forcing an agreement instead of you having all of the information they, because, because there is more information there. That's why there's more of the story there. Okay. It, I, I see where you're
1: coming from. For me, it. What I've experienced it the most is them saying right just to just confirming that you're following along or to confirm that you're you have the right picture in your head mm-hmm. for me that's what it's been, and that's
0: how I've now started telling stories to my canadian friends <laughs> i i I'm not a fan i usually I usually will not agree i or will not affirm when somebody says right to me because because I don't know if it's right and and I don't know if I'm on the same page as you because Mm. um, because the story could be something like um, like it's really great for for people to all all be getting along. Right. And you say, yes, and say that's exactly what Hitler was going for. And so see. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then at that point, I'd be like, well, well, hold not on. Exact- well, so, not exactly, but you, you gave your right. You gave credibility to that first one when the words were there, but the meaning was not. And you don't know what the meaning is until they get to the end of that.
1: I gave comfort. I gave confirmation and, um, my agreements on that first statement. And then he made another, then the person made the, n- the next statement. I did not give my confirmation for that yet. It's
0: not the next statement. It's a continuation. It's, it's-, it's like the whole, it's like, it's like the, the, is the, the cookie place in the food court, <laughs> part of the food court conversation from Mallrats. Oh right, <laughs> yeah. So speaking of Hitler, by the way, I did start uh, watching Jojo Rabbit. Um, Where I'm, is it? I'm about halfway through. It's on. It's on Crave. Okay, and don't watch it yet because we only have the one account on Crave, and I don't want you to mess up my play. I'm about okay. halfway through. It's hilarious. It is done so well. It's that's uh, Taika Waititi, right? Yes,
1: and he, he's the
0: star. Um, the kid's definitely the star, but, okay. uh, but he's the dire- director and he's also in it. Okay. So, um, but so going back going, on airplane, about airplane. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, my, my next, my note here is, is Elaine's African excursion. I don't know if you have anything before that, but when when they're talking about when they went to when Elaine and I can't remember his name the the main character, our protagonist, I don't even know when they went to to Africa, and then he's he was doing his his thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. But Elaine, she was doing a Tupperware party yeah. for the <laughs> for the the villagers there, and just like just like Uncle Rico from from Napoleon Dynamite. It's it's oh, he was yeah. doing the Tupperware sales. And that mm-hmm. was that was a big thing. I don't know if it still is. But I remember my my grandma having all of this this Tupperware. Actually, both my grandmas mm-hmm. had all of this Tupperware that they got from somebody coming over and doing a doing a Tupperware door-to-door right. Tupperware sales or Tupperware parties. I've Oh. See, nowadays that's not
1: really a common thing, door-to-door sales No, it's not. But um I think I've only seen that happen once at our
0: house. Someone came over. I think the vacuum was... person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I didn't I didn't know what what it was. I've heard a vacuum salesman, and so mm-hmm. I thought, okay, yeah. I just want to see this happen, mm-hmm. and so I let the person in, and and they're very very pushy. You know? Yeah. They're not quite timeshare pushy. And once you get to that episode of South Park, you will understand because it's it is like like the like the Mormon episode. I mean, it's spot on. Yeah. Um, it's really good like that. Um I also I had a, a meat salesman come to our house before. And I, I guess Omaha Steaks is a thing. Okay. I didn't know that it was. I I wasn't much of a beef eater. And so um, I, I hadn't heard of it and didn't know that they did delivery, but Omaha Steaks person came to the door. Okay. And and so I stopped him and I said, wait, wait, you're selling me, you're wanting to sell me meat out of the back of your truck. I don't know you. Uh, I've never right. met you. I don't know anything about your company. Uh, and you're selling me meat out of the back of your truck. That seems really sketchy yeah. and, and possibly, uh, possibly poisonous to me. Yeah. <laughs> Um,
1: right, and the yeah that that spot was uh, spot. Uh, that that point in the movie was hilarious because she's selling the the Tupperware to to these tribe members.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, uh, the, the other the other not quite as funny or not quite funny part of that mm-hmm. was it was a it was a very normal idea that for the american or english mm. either missionaries or outreach which out, outreach workers um to go to other cultures and tell them how to have better lives right? you know which 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 is really really audacious mm. and, and it's very um very i don't know self i I, I can't think of the right word self-centered right. almost but saying that that hey our way our way our western civilization which is not very old mm-hmm. is a much better way to live than your very old community and your very old civilization yeah so so in in an ideal situation for this american or english missionary or or outreach worker you go to this community teach them how to have your western ways which is consumerism debt social class right. <laughs> all, all all of these horrible negative things that, that come with it that weren't mm-hmm. there before um, and for me that I've, I've, as a teenager, I, I was a missionary in Mexico and I, I, I went to mm. Mexico multiple times. I spent a lot of time there and, and I remember my mentality of, of was that as well. And, and the people that were, that were with me and more, mm. of, Hey, we'll, we'll, we we want to teach you how to have a better life and who the heck were we, we we're a bunch of teenage kids what do we know about life experiences yeah. or, or the hardships that they were experiencing in mm-hmm. in their in their world we we knew nothing about life at all because of mm-hmm. our because of how young we were we had no life experience but we also didn't know anything about that country or culture yeah it's kind of it's it's like what we often like what we see um up here is is Canadians thinking they understand American culture and, right. and and they don't because it looks similar but it's completely different and 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 then making judgments or statements on that. And then the same thing with, with Americans thinking Canadians are are the same and then and then projecting their thoughts or values or perspectives into yeah. Canada. And it doesn't it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to get preachy there, but uh, <laughs> but it that really stuck out to me.
1: Yeah. One of my one of my last notes here is that just talking about the the flashbacks and um, uh it being a spoof spoof movie, it is spoof movies are based off of a, a different movie. Right. Like you had Spaceballs based off of um, Star, Star Wars. Wars you Star have, Trek and a couple others, yeah. Yeah, and then you had um what's it called Robin Hood Men in tights based off of the Robin Hood movies you yep. have, um, Oh, what was it called? It had, I think it was Heath Ledger.
0: Um, Oh, um, night's tale, night's tale, night's tale was, it wasn't a spoof movie, but it was, it was, a, it was original. It was okay. original.
1: Um, well, it was great money. Movie. yeah, it was funny. Yeah. It's a good movie. Um, uh, like the scary movies, they're all based off of something, sure, sure. and so they're going to mimic some of the some of the more serious uh, parts from the serious movies. And so it's always funny when you see like these serious moments in a spoof movie that just completely make fun of the serious moments too. Right. And so I think it's always. Uh, it, Makes it funnier and makes the movie a whole lot better when you acknowledge every part of the movie. Oh yeah, not just making fun of it, but you're acknowledging the rest of the other parts of the movie.
0: Sure, sure. Um, so our the plot of this movie actually kicks off with with the food poisoning. Yeah, and did you did you? I don't know if you knew this or not, but um, the captains, um, the captain, both captains, or the pilot, the co-pilot, and the navigator. Um, they all had the fish. Yeah, and I don't. Um, there is, there is a, a law, an aviation law that that states that um, the pilot and co pilot have to eat from different sources, mm. and, and and it's for just this, in case for this reason. Yeah. yeah, so if one source is contaminated, then then the uh, you don't lose both of your pilots. Right, and so um, I I don't know when that started. It might have been after after this movie, uh, <laughs> but, the,
1: the aviation lawmakers are like, Oh shoot. Yeah. That's a that's, a, that's a really good idea. I'm glad they,
0: <laughs> glad they pointed this out. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you Abraham Zucker and Zucker. <laughs> <laughs> so, um I had a, a note here. There was a, there was a dog attacking a driver and I don't remember where that was, but, uh, but off so many times, um, Oh it was um it was when somebody was being dropped off at the airport and and uh, the driver had uh, was trying to let her out with their dog and then the dog was was attacking the driver um or the limo driver and people always think that their dogs are fine and their dogs aren't going to hurt anybody yeah. and uh, people you you are wrong right. you don't know what your dog is thinking mm-hmm. I had I had an issue once when I was shooting, um, doing real estate photography and I was in this house and the lady had her, her little dog there It was, it was, I think it was a Chihuahua. Um, but as, as you well know, Chihuahuas mm. are really high strung and really, and really loud. Yep. And this, this thing was just, was just yapping, yapping, yapping and, and, and barking all over the place and just growling, growling her, baring her teeth at me and yeah. snarling at me. And and i didn't want to get close to it and the owner said oh don't worry don't worry she's just all she's just all uh, bark no bite and mm-hmm. and then but the owner wouldn't restrain her at all and then she got, got up to me and i i was backing off i was clearly uncomfortable and the mm-hmm. owner said oh no she's fine she's fine and then she jumped up and sunk her teeth on the inside of my leg oh. through my jeans broke the skin Wow. Um, and, and I mean, she, she bit me, I was bleeding out and yeah. uh, not bleeding out, I mean, <laughs> arteries cut, but, right. just, but I was, I was bleeding. And, um, and she said, oh no, I'm so sorry. And then, and then I said, was she vaccinated and she have her rabies and all that? No, I, she doesn't have her rabies. And oh my gosh. So, yeah. so because of this, I had to go, I had to go to the ER and yeah. get, get, uh, the, the test and everything to make sure that I didn't just get rabies. Right. Um, but it's, it's, it's a huge annoyance of mine of, of, of people that don't understand that their, their pets are not the little angels that they think that yeah. they are. So I'm sure you've seen that too with people. I've, I've been attacked by a dog, my friend's dog. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Um one of the running gags that we, that we see in this movie and it came out around there, but we see it throughout mm. it is, uh, is surely you're mistaken. Surely. And yeah. then, you, and then, well, then don't call me Shirley. Yeah. And whatever, this, whatever. And don't call me Shirley. Yeah. So I, this is where it originated from. Yeah. And I've, I've heard this quoted so many times throughout the course of my life. Have yeah. you ever heard people say that? Yeah. All the time. Okay. Yeah. So this is, this is where it started. Um, but then we cut over to the the uh, flight control room and you see and we we talk about this in in a lot because we watch a, a lot of older movies but mm-hmm. uh, but people smoking in there like it's yeah. like it's no big thing and it wasn't and it's crazy how normal it is um in the movies that we watch and yeah so up until gosh i would say i would say maybe late nineties after people started getting used to the idea that so many people had, had health issues from the secondhand smoke, Yeah, you know, non-smokers getting it. Even, even, um, your great grandpa, he had, uh, he got lung cancer and he wasn't a smoker, but he yep. was around, around smokers and, and, um, and it's such a, such an awful, awful thing when you're, when you're just inhaling all of that secondhand smoke yep. there, but it was so it was normal, and so that's why we see it in all of these older movies that we watch. Um, did you did you notice the the in flight movies at all uh, when they were showing the the in flight? Oh, movie? the p- the plane crashing. The plane crashing in yeah, <laughs> the in flight movie. That's one of those things that they normally try and keep off of <laughs> uh, off of your in flight movies or anything to do with the terrorist attack or yeah. or, or crashes or anything like that. On this last flight that, that we had um, a few weeks ago, I was watching Die Hard 2 on the flight from Florida, which, which takes place at an air terrorist taking over an airport and planes crashing and all that. <laughs> and I thought, you know, I, I, I don't know if the air marshal here is going to shut me down or what. Right. <laughs> um, my last note, I don't know if you have anything else. I don't know? think I do. Okay, my last note was about the, the cab driver in the post-credit scene so the cab driver yeah that's so it um i don't think
1: he was a driver i thought he was just a no yeah he passenger. was a, He a
0: cab he, or maybe it's a passenger
1: because the main character drove the taxi the guy got in right 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 yeah so he's
0: sitting at the airport and he, and he said uh you know five five more minutes or, or wait five more minutes that's yeah. that's at the very end of the movie and and um because he was just sitting at the airport for hours and hours mm-hmm. and hours but um but post credit scenes were so rare, yeah. Yeah, at that time, it's um. I don't know if it's the first one, but it's got to be one of the first, yeah. And now it's a standard. Now you you and I will sit through every movie at the theater, and yeah. then and then get disappointed if we don't see anything at the end. Yeah.
1: And, well, I, it's because Marvel movies have like made us mad, or Fast and Furious movies. Actually, I think it was the Fast and Furious movies that had me. Um, wanting post credit scenes okay. more because well the pirates of the caribbean movies had them yes then the fast and furious movies had them yes. and then marvel always had them Right. for as long as marvel has been around for movies so i it it's that kind of culture that kind of makes us disappointed when the the new suicide squad 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 new suicide squad movie um, may or may not have one or it's um well we you-
0: went to see free guy and and we, yeah and i looked up before we went is there a post-credit scene and some jerk said yes and so we <laughs> sat through that whole the whole credits there and and yeah. no post-credit scene right so yeah anyway uh well i guess that's yeah. that's it for our viewpoints so right. stick around for just a Couple more minutes here and figure out what we're watching next week, so you can watch and send us your comments. All right, that's it. Thanks for listening to the Barnes Boys.
1: What are your movies? What are your memories about? Um, not Clerks, but <laughs> but Airplane. <laughs> um, Did we miss anything important? Let us know at www.barnesboys.ca.
0: Thank you for joining us as we kick off as we continue season two. I've got to update this. Yeah. Be prepared for next week's episode of Pump Up the Volume by watching our movie before the podcast and sending us your comments on our website.
1: Our theme music is written by Ryan M. Barnes. You can visit him at www.silvertooth.org. Have a great week.